Okay, this one is for the bridesmaids and the groomsmen. For a bride and groom determining who to ask to be in their wedding party, and for the siblings in the wedding parties, and for the maids and matrons of honor, and for the best men. The bridal party on a wedding day serves a unique role. So listen in on this podcast episode to learn more about the roles of the bridal party members at different points throughout the wedding planning process and the wedding day, and you can learn more about what to do and what not to do as a potential bridesmaid or groomsman. Thanks for listening in. Welcome to Weddings and Life with Taylor Nicole, a podcast created to give advice and inspiration for anyone planning a wedding from a seasoned wedding photographer's perspective. I believe that wedding planning doesn't only have to be stressful and that it can actually be fun. In each episode, I will address topics from my professional and personal experience, and I'm excited to share my life with you along the way. My heart behind this podcast is that you leave encouraged and inspired. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the 15th podcast episode. It might seem like an insignificant number to some, but fun fact, 15 is my all-time favorite number. So I'm not sure if it was like this for you, but in elementary school, they would list every student alphabetically by our last name, and you were assigned a number, and that number was usually on your desk for seating charts or field trips, etc. Well, from kindergarten through fourth grade, so my entire elementary school years, I was always number 15. In fact, well, that's a lie, because one year I was bumped to number 16 because there was this new kid that moved in, but then he moved away during the year, and I was still number 16, and I was kind of bitter about having a different number that year. So this must have been when some of my detail-oriented nature truly started to show. I still love numbers and details like that. Also, another fun fact, my birthday is tomorrow. I haven't really been excited about my birthday since my teen years, and I truthfully don't really want to be older, but this is going to be year 28 for me. I've had a hard time keeping track of how old I am. I went through all of 2020 thinking that I was already 26 when I was really just 25, and then things just seemed to spiral from there. (laughs) But now that my husband Austin and I are getting closer to the big 30, I think our eyes are a little bit more opened and we're more regularly aware of how old we are. It's... (laughs) I don't know, it's a little scary. (laughs) I love birthdays as an opportunity to reflect on the last year and just see everything that has come out of a year in life, but that's about where it ends. I do wish we could slow things down and slow down the whole aging process, (laughs) but thanks for joining me on what seems to be one of my biggest journeys so far in this year and this new year of life for me, and that's continuing to grow this podcast. I personally hope it takes a long time to get to 29. (laughs) 
So on to the episode topic for today. We're going to talk about everything that relates to the bridal party, from asking the bridal party to typical roles of bridal party before the wedding, and then moving into the wedding day and what to do and what not to do. I did just think about it. I don't really address specific bridal party attire in this episode. Maybe I'll make another episode on kind of where to source and how to plan your bridal party attire, but this is more of a practical take on bridal party. So the first section is about asking the bridal party. As the couple, the bride and groom, you need to decide on who you would like to be in your wedding party. Yes, I use the terms bridal party and wedding party as the same, completely equal to me. But fun story, just a few weeks ago, I was photographing a wedding and I had the couple and the whole wedding slash bridal party lined up. I directed everyone and I said something along the lines of, and the whole bridal party will walk toward me when I say go. So I said go, and after a few steps, we all realized that none of the groomsmen moved. They told me that bridal party was just the bridesmaids. <laughs> and so that was the first time in my seven plus years of photographing weddings that I somehow got that wrong or <laughs> that I had people take it that literally. So I directed them afterwards by referring to everyone as the wedding party collectively to the best of my ability. I think it's one of those terms that just gets stuck in my head and that's how I refer to it. So in this episode, I will use the terms bridal party and wedding party interchangeably. Literally means nothing. It's just how it goes in my brain. <laughs> now back to the subject. I love bridal party portraits as a wedding photographer, and I love feeding off of the energy of large groups. So if you are a blessed person out there with 12 bridesmaids and 12 groomsmen because you have all the friends, then you are welcome here. <laughs> but deciding on your bridal party numbers is probably one of the first steps you need to talk through as a couple. Also, just to add in a note here, don't feel pressure to have a large group or a small group wedding party just because your friends did or your siblings did. I've seen weddings with bridal party groups of over 20 people and others just have a sibling from each side stand up there with them. You, it's your day and you can plan it exactly how you'd like it to be. Also, as a photographer, I did want to assure you that uneven numbers like five bridesmaids and four groomsmen or something is not necessarily a bad thing. Some people will just prefer even numbers and it is an easy way to think about it. But if you're really struggling to fill that extra space, it can be okay. As a photographer, I like to take one photo of the bride's side of the party on her side and the groom's side on his side, and after that, I'll intentionally mix everyone up by having two bridesmaids and then a groomsman and another bridesmaid on a side. It mixes the heights better in the photos, and then you don't really notice if the numbers are even or not. So that's just my opinion. So after choosing how many members to include in your bridal party, then it comes to actually asking them. I've seen couples make cute gift boxes and other people do this via text. So that's all up to you. I'm not giving advice there. But my first piece of bridal party member advice is a don't. And that is don't say no when you're asked. Now, can you say no to being someone's bridesmaid or groomsman? Technically, yes. But I have a feeling there are very few scenarios where you will remain in close friendship with that person after you say no. Unless you were like literally booked on flights out of the country or you're deployed, there's not 
a huge excuse there, so haven't seen that go over very well. <laughs> and I think being asked to be a bridesmaid or groomsman could be a little different than being asked to be an usher or something, but that's just an opinion too, so tread lightly there. Next up in the roles of bridal party, that will probably include all of the pre-wedding day celebrations. Examples like this could be the engagement party, if it's not just a family thing, or the bachelor and bachelorette parties, and for the bridesmaids, probably being a part of the bridal shower. If there's a groom shower, that's cool. Groomsmen would probably be there. <laughs> Those are just the traditional ones I can think of. And then it goes to purchasing or renting the correct attire, whether that's bridesmaid dresses in a certain color or shoes and being fitted for a rental tux or suit before the wedding day. All of those are actually very important. It is helpful for the couple and everyone to know that you fit into the attire you need to wear on the day. It's a big deal. <laughs> and then I personally hope that as a bridesmaid or groomsman that you're just a present member in the couple's lives during the planning process offering support and encouragement when you can. Wedding planning can take a team sometimes, and trust me, they could probably use a check-in or some of, your, some of your support. It just, it's helpful to have a team. <laughs> Continuing to fast forward, the rehearsal dinner is a big role for bridal party members. That is your quick run-through, whether you're at the venue or you just have a talk-through with the couple, the planner, and the officiant in a restaurant, so to say. This will tell the bridal party members where to be, who to walk in with, etc. Pro tip, do not be late for the rehearsal dinner. Usually the rehearsal is at the beginning, before the dinner. And yes, they really do need you as a bridesmaid or groomsman to be there at the beginning. And it makes everyone, especially the couple, feel better when all of their bridal party is present and that you can feel confident that you guys know who to walk in with and etc. So try to be there on time because if not, they probably won't start the rehearsal until you're there and then you have to wait longer for dinner. <laughs> um, side note, I've been a bridesmaid all of three times in my life. I think it might be a consequence of being a wedding photographer and I end up being the photographer more than a bridesmaid a lot, but isn't it just a little stressful knowing exactly where you're supposed to walk and stand during the ceremony? Maybe there are some bridesmaid pros out there, but I was so nervous each time. Okay, so that's just me. <laughs> so now we're moving into the actual wedding day, and this is where the bulk of the episode exists for me, because that's what I see more often than not. So there are probably more things that go into this, but having only been a bridesmaid three times, I can't say that I'm the expert. So from the point of getting ready all the way through the end of the reception, here are some do's and don'ts for our bridesmaids and groomsmen. Do be on time for the getting ready. This includes bringing all of your attire and supplies with you. Don't start day drinking too early in the day. Think a bit in advance, and if you're getting ready with the bride and groom at a different venue, someone there will need to be able to drive you all to the next place, aka probably the ceremony or a portrait location. I've actually seen this become a problem before, and I can say that it's an easy oversight when you're caught up in festivities on the wedding day, but from my perspective, save more of the heavy drinking if you do that for the reception, where you're at least at your destination, and then you can get an Uber for a ride home. <laughs> Next up is do help the bride and groom with anything they need. This could mean helping the groom gather suitcases to put in the getaway car, 
helping deliver a wedding day letter or gift from the groom to the bride, fetching the bride's chapstick, because yes, that's important, drying off her bouquet, or helping carry her train as you walk around the venue. On a related note, bridesmaids, this is specifically for you, do dry off the stems of your bouquets with paper towels or a towel before the portraits and before the ceremony. So what I'm talking about here is bridesmaids, you guys usually have a bouquet to hold and to keep the flowers fresh, the florist will keep them in little vases of water. Well, when you take them out, the water drips everywhere. So it's helpful to have paper towels or towels ready. So this is important for the bride's bouquet too. It's helpful, but for you as a bridesmaid, it's actually even more important. So the bride's dress you know, it's white of some sort, maybe a plain texture, maybe lace or layers, and that usually hides a lot of water spots or marks. But usually a bridesmaid dress is a solid color, and if you don't dry your bouquet before you pick it up, it will leave a wet spot on your lap. And yes, the little wet spots should dry quickly, but it isn't instant, and it could even leave a stain or a watermark on your dress. And think about it, usually grab your bouquets right before you line up to walk down the ceremony aisle, so those watermarks could still be there. And then when I think of portraits, yes, I have actually had to edit out bridesmaid watermarks in photos where I can before. So maybe this is just personal speaking, but dry off your bouquets. It's, it's nice. <laughs> Okay, next up is a don't. As a bridal party member, don't complain about the weather while you're outside taking bridal party portraits. Actually, let's back that up and make it a little more general, and we're just going to say that you should not complain. <laughs> this is negative, and it doesn't actually help anyone on the wedding day, especially not the bride or groom. And let's get back to the weather. Here's the thing. There aren't too many perfect 70 degree sunny days out there, at least not where I've photographed weddings. So remember before you complain that the bride or groom is literally experience, experiencing the same weather as you are, probably in very similar attire as you are. And this is from the photographer's perspective, but yes, you can take time and complain about how hot or how cold it is outside for portraits, but if you can hold those complaints on the inside, I, as the photographer, can finish up the portraits much faster and get you guys back inside comfortable faster. <laughs> Bridal party portraits are usually about 20 to 40 minutes, depending on the day and the schedule. So buckle down, make it through with a positive attitude, or at least stay silent when you'd rather complain. <laughs> There's just no need to make the couple feel bad that you aren't comfortable at that very moment. They're about to give you free appetizers, drinks, and a meal. You can do it, buddy. <laughs> and then the next up is do drink water during the wedding day. We don't want you passing out for key moments like the ceremony or honestly any moment. We really just don't want you to pass out. Also, do remind the bride and groom to drink some water too. Better yet, just have a little with you and hand it to them occasionally. They might not even notice. <laughs> But water just makes everyone feel better, and it's very helpful. Please drink water. Okay, next one is specifically for the bridesmaids. Bridesmaids do help the bride when she needs to use the restroom, if that's needed. It's usually an awkward task with most wedding dresses. And you guys can look into the bridal buddy, which I think is like, it's kind of like a large trash bag or mesh bag that the bride can wear under her whole dress. And then you basically like, 
flip it up inside out so it like gathers all the dress into the bag itself and so that can make the process easier so if she has that she might not need your help on the wedding day but i think that works with more fuller or a flowing gown if a bride is in like a sleek form-fitted gown my guess is that that extra layer underneath would show so if that doesn't work she might need a little help to go to the restroom on the wedding day don't let this be the reason that the bride tries to dehydrate herself let her know that you're there to help and it's okay for her to drink water <laughs> This next one is a tip for the siblings of the bride or groom if you're in the wedding party. Do be prepared to be in a lot of photos. More photos than you've taken in a long time. You'll need to be there through the getting ready process, the bridal party portraits, and the family portraits. It's a lot, but try not to disappear so that we can get those photos taken as quickly as possible. Yes, you'll be in a lot of photos. <laughs> The next step is do prepare your toast ahead of time. If you're a maid of honor, matron of honor, or best man, chances are you'll probably be giving a toast. Or if the couple just notifies you that they'd like you to give a toast, then maybe prepare a toast. It doesn't have to be long, just sincere and positive. In episode 12, was I explained all about how to avoid giving a bad toast. <laughs> The next one I think I shared in that episode too, but don't drink too much before your toast. It's totally nerve wracking to give a toast, but it can be quick and painless. And then you can get back to the party. If you drink too much, your toast probably won't go as planned. <laughs> next up is a big one. Don't leave before the reception is over. That's for anyone in the bridal party. I feel like the only exception to this rule is if you're sick or if you have a really small child. In general, so many wedding guests leave early. It's like people hit the socially filled level and after dinner, they just start to trickle out and they leave so fast. So if the bride or groom are excited to have a big dance party, or especially if they're planning a big grand exit at the end of the night, they're going to need someone there. So show them the best night and enjoy the whole party with them from start to finish. It's really just the friend thing to do when it comes to the wedding days. And I get this because I think personally my social level would fill up very quickly and it'd be easy to leave early. But I also remember my own wedding day, people started leaving early and I had a really short reception. I think it was only like three hours long, maybe three and a half. And you know, most of that's dinner. So in my head, I'm like, I fed you. Can't you guys wait till my fun sparkler send off? So <laughs> maybe that's just, you know, memories of a past bride speaking, but that's my opinion there. And then we only have a couple more. So the next one is fun. Do write or decorate their getaway car. So this might just be a Taylor opinion, but I always think it's cute to have the couple's getaway car decorated for them when they leave. I feel like traditionally it was like cans hanging out of the back of the trunk, but it could also be markers and writing on the windows. A good time to do this is at a down moment during the reception, whether that's a free moment during the cocktail hour or after dinner or before or just during open dancing. So make sure to pack some car markers or decals or cans of string, cans on a string, so I can read my notes there, to bring with you. I feel like this responsibility usually falls on the best man because he's probably the one making sure the bride and groom's suitcases are in the car before the end of the night, but feel free to recruit others too. Also, it might be a good idea to hypothetically check with the bride or groom just to make sure that they don't really hate the idea of someone having their car decorated. 
I definitely don't want to give you that advice and upset the couple that you're there to obviously like help make their day better. <laughs> and the last piece of advice, do have fun. You're a huge part of making this one of their best days ever and best days yet. They're excited to have you by their sides. They picked you specifically and let the joy overflow throughout the whole day. Be encouragers and be fun. So I hope this episode has been insightful and fun, maybe a little funny. <laughs> As a photographer, I love bridal parties on the wedding day. It brings up the energy and joy level for portraits and just honestly throughout the whole day. So thanks for listening to another podcast episode. Also, I thought I'd put a plug in, but next week I'm starting a series of episodes. I'm going to call it the everything series. I think <laughs> you'll find out soon. And it's going to walk you through the whole wedding day process. I'm going to give a lot of practical advice, timeline ideas. I'm just going to reveal it all. So that'll be several weeks as a part of that series. We'll split up the whole wedding day into chunks and go over all of that. So I hope you listen in starting next week too, because I'm excited to share that with you all. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. You can find links in the description of today's episode in the show notes below and on the blog. If you loved the episode or know someone who would, feel free to share this with a friend or tag me in your Instagram stories. You can find me at Taylor Nicole Photography underscore. I'll be back next week with another episode, and as always, I hope you leave here feeling encouraged and inspired.